Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. You've come on a special day. We just had a group of adventurers come in who are celebrating reaching level 10 and are paying for drinks for everyone today. Feel free to drink up. Speaking of reaching level 10 though, we'll be discussing the process of leveling up today and what might happen at different levels. When it comes to leveling up, we already discussed how to level up as you go along, but leveling up itself is a process. Each class has its own progression, but there are a few things that are constant between the classes we'll be discussing today. The main things we'll cover today are the process of leveling itself, the different options that happen with all classes, and if we have time, we'll discuss the idea of multiclassing. Assuming you're starting at level 1, you won't be spending much time at that level. Usually, a group progresses to level 2 by the end of the first few sessions. This is definitely not indicative of your progression once you hit higher levels, of course. Once you reach higher levels, especially if your group is using XP-based progression, it can be a few sessions between level-ups, if not a whole handful. This is all up to the DM and the group, of course. If your group does session or story-based progression, you might level up quite regularly. When it comes to leveling up, your DM might require a rest to level up or leveling up between sessions. There's even optional rules in the DM's guide that establish a system for needing to take some in-game downtime to train to level up, which prevents leveling up mid-dungeon or adventure. Usually, taking a break or stopping before leveling up is a good idea, as leveling up usually comes with new talents or abilities such as new spells or ability score improvements. Taking a break or leveling up between sessions gives players time to adjust, read their new abilities, comprehend them, and ask the DM or other players questions about how their new skills, abilities, or spells work. When you level up your character, depending on your class, you will get a new ability or an increase to your abilities in some way. There are some set progressions as you level up, such as proficiency bonus or ability score improvements. Alongside that, some class archetypes get abilities at certain levels, such as most martial classes getting extra attack at level 5, and full caster classes getting new spell slots at every odd level, save level 19. These aren't the only bonuses you'll get, but we'll cover what happens with each level. There's one constant with every level when you level up. You gain some HP to your maximum, and you gain a hit die. The class you are taking a level in at that point describes how you add to your max HP when you level. Taking that class's hit die, rolling it, and adding your constitution modifier to what you rolled. You can also choose to take the average of the die roll, as listed in parentheses in your class, and add your con modifier to that to add to your max HP. In theory, taking the average is better, since the average for the die roll is actually rounded up but typically it's not that much of a difference, and if you're lucky, you can get much higher health than average, the risk of having a lower max health being the trade-off. Also, when you level up in a class, you add that class's hit die to your total hit die pool. For example, if you have 10 levels in Fighter, you have a pool of 10d10 you can pull from when you short rest to heal, half of your total of which regenerate on a long rest. Hit dice are almost the only character ability feature or resource that does not fully restore on a long rest. The Cleric's Divine Intervention is another example, since if it is successful, it can't be used for another week. 
Another constant at certain levels is an increase to your proficiency bonus. This increase does bring up an interesting thing you must keep track of, which is your character level versus your class level. Your character levels refer to the total amount of levels you have taken as a whole. This is what determines your proficiency bonus and the amount of XP needed to level up. Your class level marks how many times when you have leveled up, you have taken a level in a particular class. Typically, these two numbers won't differ. Unless you start multiclassing, your class level will be your character level. We'll discuss multiclassing, but right now we'll discuss the things that happen at character levels. At character levels 5, 9, 13, and 17, your proficiency bonus increases, starting at plus 2 at level 1, and increasing by 1 at each of the listed character levels. This represents the growth your character goes through, independent of their classes, and helps you keep up with your teammates if you multiclass but they do not. Cantrip damage also increases in regard to character level rather than class level. At characters level 5, 11, and 17, most damaging cantrips increase the amount of dice they use for damage. For example, Firebolt starts as a 1d10 at level 1, but becomes a 2d10 at level 5, 3d10 at level 11, and 4d10 at level 17. This is done so cantrips remain useful at higher levels, rather than just becoming dead spells spending an action to deal a measly 1d10. All other progressions from levels are based on your class, but even then there are some constants. We already mentioned most martial classes get extra attack at level 5. In fact, every class that gets extra attack gets it at 5, other than a niche wizard subclass and two bard subclasses, which all get it at 6. Full spellcaster classes being bard, cleric, sorcerer, etc., get a new spell level at every odd class level except 19. The half-casters, paladin, ranger, and artificer, get new spell levels at 5, 9, 13, and 17. The main class level progression that's the same across all classes though, is ability score improvements, abbreviated to ASIs. These happen at every 4 class levels except for the last one, that happens at level 19 rather than 20. Fighters get two extra ASIs at levels 6 and 14. When you get an ASI, you have three options. You can either increase two of your stats by one, increase one of your stats by two, or pick a feat. We'll cover feats later, but for now what you need to know is that they are an optional rule where instead of picking up an increase to your ability scores, you get a new ability for your character, varying from increased health to the ability to use 3 dice when you have advantage rather than 2. They can be very powerful and actually make a character into a specific archetype, the healer feat being a great example of a feat that can turn a character into another archetype, turning them into a support. There's one last thing to cover briefly now and more in depth later, and that is multiclassing. When you level up as a character, you choose which class you gain a level in. Most times, you'll just pick the class that you chose at level 1, and all subsequent levels, but that's not the only option. If you meet certain requirements, as described in the player's handbook, and your DM allows it, you can pick another class and take a level in that instead, multiclassing. In order to multiclass, you need to meet both the requirements for all classes you already have, and the class you wish to gain a level in. 
It's also good to typically have a good roleplay reason why your character would be taking a level in that class, although technically there is nothing in the rules saying you do, it's just good roleplay. Well, I've got quite the tab to collect from those level 10 adventurers. They opened this tab and insisted everyone gets the most expensive drinks. And let me tell you, I have some very expensive ales in the cellar, so it's quite the payday for me. Now, next time we have a chat, since we've covered leveling up, we're actually going to start an important discussion. We'll start breaking down and talking about classes. It'll all be class overviews to begin though. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project, other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keep's Guide. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keep's Guide. Thank you, and make sure to dip the barmaids. <laughs>